0: plus Talk to you. recorded live yeah, and it is help i'm retired from the western basin of lake erie on a beautiful morning we've got bright blue skies sunshine out there but it's cold it's 33 degrees we got a strong northeast wind blowing in and and uh waves crashing up over the lake shore uh over the shoreline, all over the road, coming this way. We had some ice earlier, but uh, like I said, it's warming up above freezing right now, so now it's just wet. I don't know how the weather is down in Hilton Head, but let's ask Craig Ryder, who's with us every week. Craig, how are you I, doing? I don't,
1: have, I don't have a clue on what the weather is. <laughs> just because <kidding>, I'm <laughs> in the studio, you know, and dark in there. No, the weather nah. is, uh, is, 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 is cold, too, here. It's 68 and uh, partly no. sunny, but we are expecting a line of um, strong storms coming through Later on today, uh, with some potential tornadoes, of course, the disaster channel you know pays a wide swath when they do that, uh, so potential tornadoes and hail, so we're making accommodations for that, but it's otherwise a nice day the dredging they're dredging our cove, which is going to be helpful, and it's a noisy process, but uh, our our part of the noise is almost new, which is good.
0: I've never asked before on on the cove that you live on do you have dolphins in there?
1: Yes, we do. And they, and they strand feed here, which is there's only two places in the world where they strand feed, which is what they do is since our, our banks are fairly there's shallow slope on the banks and they're mostly silt. What they'll do is they'll swim around in circles and then, and then rush the shore and throw themselves up on the shore and all the water that they bring brings with it uh, a lot of little fish. And then they, sit there and eat while they're ashore and then uh and then wiggle back into the cove and do it again well, that's cool yeah we uh
0: we were driving back uh yesterday across the bridge uh over to our little part of the world and i saw a seagull come out of the water with about a five inch fish hanging below its mouth uh, that it had caught and uh, i'd not seen that that close before it was kind of fun to watch yeah yeah they're uh
1: they are amazing though with the amount of stuff they can they can carry uh and uh, yeah. and how they and and how they interact with other seagulls when there's when
0: there's uh
1: food so anyway
0: um yeah i'm sure it wasn't that much fun for the fish
1: yes oh, no it's never a good day for the fish it's like like they say some days you're the pigeon some days you're the statue
0: <laughs> hey craig i'll say um we were going to have a massage therapist with us today uh, we started a series last week talking about complementary medicine. We had uh, Marianne Craig with us, who uh, talked a little bit about some essential oils and how they're utilized and what they're good for. It was an interesting conversation. Um, but we, we started a couple weeks ago to talk about some other areas that we might explore of complementary music or complementary medicine, not complementary uh, music. music. That would be That's good right. too. That's
1: alternative <laughs> music.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like uh, clarinet. How about you?
1: There we go. That's right. I, yeah. I like the Harmonicats version of the of the Messiah. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like a Gershwin tune. How about you? Uh, anyway, like I said, we've got nothing. Hey, if you've got any ideas or anything on complementary medicine that you'd like us to explore, uh, I urge you to text us or call in or whatever. Um, we're on Talk shoe. It's uh, you know that, or you wouldn't be here. <laughs> caller ID number is one four four eight nine six pound, and you can call in or there's a space online down below the the dialogue box that tell you tells you who's on the call, where you can text in, and I can see that. So you could text in your questions to us as well, because we're, yeah, we're once, once... kind of. Go ahead. One
1: hint on on a call in real way is is after you do the one four four eight nine six pound, is they'll ask for a code or pin or some something, and you just hit one because you're a, you're a guest, so you don't have to have a an account to do that. So I think that's important for people to know. They may get short stopped at that um, at that step.
0: Yeah, I say, th- and I think a lot of people don't want to register and give all right. that information. Just just come in as a guest, and we're happy to have you anytime. Um, we've had some excellent questions from, uh, from listeners, probably listening to the recording. Uh, the statistics look like more people listen to the recording than have joined us live, for sure. But uh, today, Craig and I are just going to kind of wing it because we found out our massage therapist can't be with us until next week, as I said. So, Craig, what, what are some other areas of, of complementary medicine that, that would interest you to learn more about?
1: Well, I I have actually a friend that's that's going through a number of different things. Just has a very sensitive constitution, I guess, and food allergies and other types of things. And and they're they're going through and they're actually doing a a very close scan of his body for heavy metals, uh, whether lead or mercury or things like that, that that need to be flushed from the system. So there's a whole branch of of medicine that, that looks into uh, what actually you have working for you or not working for you in this case uh, for you, in your system, and then trying to f- figure out what they can do to uh, to to remove that. So that's one one interesting area. Um, uh, you know, another whole area is, is um, and, and we went through acupuncture, and, and I was doing looked at that because I had recalled that, that Western medicine has not yet figured out how acupuncture actually works. What is the system? Mm-hmm that's working in there and and uh, and again I think that's that's one that I was just talking with somebody today whose spouse has parkinsons and they were using that as a way to uh to get through uh, uh you know see if they can control some of the uh, some of the side effects of parkinsons which in this case uh involves tremors uh and and it, it actually seems uh, to have, have have worked um so that's you know that's another one how about you what are some things that you are aware of
0: well you know the the uh the conversation about massage therapy began me thinking and i think i told you the story about my experience with chiropractic i'd like to know more about that and again it's it's complementary only because people don't we don't know why it works or or how it works um uh it, it and that's part of the problem here the the established medicine um traditional medicine here in the western world kind of defines what's natural and what's complementary medicine yeah uh, that's um,
1: and again having used the chiropractor and went through that before i think it's um you know the nerves of the spine basically the spine is the is the transmitter of of the the signals from the brain to every part of the body so if anything is not aligned there or not working there it can be uh lead to uh <clears throat> complications so that and again i think chiropractic has come a long way they used to be known as, as quacks uh but uh no more i, I know a lot of uh, my my internist uh was uh, when i was having a back issue uh and i said you know once it clears up and we we get to handle on, on you know when this uh the issue was was uh Causing this was was at least partly resolved. Uh, whether I could go back to the chiropractor, and he asked which one, and I told him one. And he said, "Yeah, he's good." So there are, you know, it's good to good to check out beyond their website, which of course always give glowing reports from their mother and other other such <laughs> sources. But but uh, that goes for anybody, painters and everything else. But anyway, the um, you know that that certainly is is something that has worked, and I and I think if you approach it from the right way, a lot of people went to uh, go to chiropractors. Um, from the perspective of, you know, I've tweaked my back, and I can't stand up straight, and I need to get it snapped back into place, which is not the case. Um, they, they, Not many of them uh, would, would do that type of technique anymore, but uh, but more like, um, as my chiropractor said, like having braces for the teeth, it's that things have gotten out of line, and things are being kept out of line because your muscles have accommodated, and his whole goal was to slowly work things back in so you have time to not only... Get things back in place, but you've got time to work with the muscles that accommodate. So there's much more of a science to this than than uh, you know I recall uh, in in the old days
0: you know what one of the questions that I failed to ask last week uh, as I was writing things down this morning for uh, our discussion of different kinds of complementary medicine that we might explore. I, I wrote down aromatherapy and then I put a question mark beside it because, and I didn't ask, the difference between essential oils and aromatherapy. I mean, they they seem to overlap to me um, and I'm sure that there, there are other uses. She talked about other ways to use the uh, essential oils than just as an aromatherapy, but but I I don't know anything about that. Is that a field you've had any experience with?
1: Uh, not even a sniff at it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, I, I have not. But I've but again I've heard other people that do that. I know that some people who have trouble sleeping, for example, have lavender sachets near their their bedside, and they find that that actually helps um, set, uh, helps them sleep better. So there there is. Something to that. It's, it's you know, and and how fresh and clean you feel when you when you, after a thunderstorm goes by and you've got the, uh, you know, you've got all the uh, the um, toxins out of the air and all the uh, all the, uh, and I've forgotten the chemical that's that's in the air left at the at negative the end, but anyway. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and so you know, there's 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 that whole thing. Um, you know, and, and I think there's uh, um, another, and we talked a little bit about meditation and about uh, about some of the benefits of that. There was a woman in, in uh, a Doctor in Dayton, who was a naturalist, and she um, she had a silence tank. It was a completely silent tank. I mean, it was one where and and where you when you were in there and you were in this enclosed, obviously area that was that was soundproofed, and you were in a body temperature hot tub and just basically floating uh and you could actually hear the, the blood running through, it was so quiet you could actually hear the blood running through your veins i mean this was how hmm. how quiet it was and and people would come out of that um you know like a, a different a different person i mean just a different mindset because they had there was a form of meditation in, in effect and of course there are a lot of different forms there's the you know um I had we had one very good psychologist in Dayton <clears throat> was um running a group through this where he would you know have a picture, you're you're going on an elevator and you're starting at the top and you're starting to get down the next floor and you're relaxing more and he was just doing this gradual relaxation thing. And this had been a pretty uptight group. I mean you know, they conversed with each other but they we met a lot but they didn't really uh wasn't really a, a, a "hail fellow well met" type of relationship, and by the time we got through with this thing and everybody you know came gently out of this uh, particular piece, it was like you'd had a couple of glasses of wine, and you, these are all your new best friends. I mean, it was it was just amazing the difference that this made, and you know the, what the mind does, the body follows, um, and it's a I mean it's a it's an interesting. Interesting type of of thing. There's another, and this is again, I'm just winging it here, but I mean, as, as you know, my mind links from one thing to another. But there's another thing where <clears throat> they discovered, you know, the you know the old saying that "fake it till you make it" type of thing. Mm-hmm. That if you want to be happy, you know, act like you're happy. Uh, and they found that actors who uh, who they are very good at creating different uh, and and portraying different emotions, that they there are certain markers in the blood when a certain emotion is present, whether fear or anxiety or or you know delight or whatever the case happens to be and They had these actors you know taking on these roles of somebody who was fearful or somebody is da 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 and they um and then they took blood samples and sure enough, all those markers were in there, and they did before and after blood samples were in there and um and Tom har not Tom Harmon, uh, Mark Harmon, uh, was, uh, who played Ted Bundy in one of his movie roles mm-hmm. yep, and yep, somebody, yep. one of the people interviewing asked, uh, you know, was anything different about you? He said, well, there must've been, because when I got home from a day of shooting, my dog wouldn't come anywhere near me for an hour until I calmed down. I mean, huh. it was, you know, and it's, it's, and with dogs, it's more scent than it is anything else, but it's, uh. Because uh, it'll also happen with multiple personalities with different people, and the dogs will behave very differently depending on who's in the room at the time.
0: <laughs> sure. Anyway, so, that's so a little little far afield. Go ahead. Sure. So, something that you triggered in in my mind. Uh, you're talking about the young lady with the tank in in uh, uh, Dayton. Yes. Uh, uh, is is she a naturopath?
1: She was, yes, and she was also an MD. Oh.
0: Okay, that that that's an area. I that's another side of, I, I guess, complementary medicine and medicine. I don't know anything about that. Might be interesting sometime to uh, see if we can. Yeah, find somebody Yeah, and we can talk she to.
1: unfortunately is no longer with us. But uh, but you know, people had some some uh, you know very good uh, good reports about about the effects that they had from that, and Just just. Um, you know, that, uh, again, just more of a, you know, de-stressor. Um, one of the things I'm reading now, and it's and one of the things that retirees, I don't know if, if other people are like me. uh and I know you've, you and I've had this conversation before is that we have all this stuff that we needed <clears throat> when we were out in the working world, uh, full time. And it's, and it's still here and it's, it's, uh, you know, it's and it's uh, you know the the clutter as I look at my desk because I'm a file person rather than a file person. Uh, the clutter that that you see around you starts to take away from um, from your you know your attention and your uh, and, and your ability to kind of relax, which is what you really want to be able to do during retirement as as much as you possibly can, is to enjoy and you know, have a mind free to roam where it wants and not where your eye is drawing it. So I'm reading a book on decluttering, and interestingly enough, where they start with is decluttering the mind. is hmm. starting to get rid of negative thoughts, starting to, uh, you know, look at those carefully about what is weighing you down. And some things we can't do anything about, but we can perhaps manage our Response to those things um, a little more effectively than we have. So it was an interesting thing because I thought it was a book about you know how to, how to get rid of you know clothes and stuff you got lying around. And uh, they get to that later on where you know things like uh, <clears throat> they say you know just getting rid of you know if you got a lot of books you know are you going to read the book again? Uh, does it give you pleasure just to have it? I mean, if it's a valuable book or sentimentally or you know monetarily is is fine, but if you say, you know, I, I, I'm going to get around to reading that someday, and you've had it for 10 years, there's probably a pretty good chance you're not going to read it. And say so you can give it to your local library if you ever get the calling again. You can, you know, you can go go look at it and go and go read it. Um, but it's uh, it, it is amazing what decluttering can do. And, they, and one of the ways they approach it, which is really good, because I used to do it by a room, and then I end up just moving stuff from room to room and find out all the stuff that I had and get overwhelmed and stop. Uh, and that um, you do it by category so you do all books one at one point and then you do all paperwork at another point you do all clothes at another point and just um that way you know you start to start to get rid of this stuff and i the little that i have know actually a lot that i've done I a lot left to go um is suddenly very free and you have more space you have more mental energy there's less distraction as mm-hmm. your eye picks up things so anyway that's uh Another form, not so much of alternative medicine, but it's one of the things that sometimes uh, meditation and those other types of of practices focus on.
0: Sure. Well, I, you know, I, I stopped owning books a couple of years ago. I just decided that I didn't need to own them anymore. I, I can, as you said, I can use the library. I can go with friends. Uh, We have a lending library here in the condominium where we just, you know, if we have a book, we put it down there and anybody can take it for as long as they want it. Um, And and we do the same. That's very nice. My problem around here is magazines. I, I tend to subscribe to magazines and then I put them on the coffee table. And then when the next edition comes, I throw away the one I haven't read yet and put that one on the coffee table. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, so I always have fresh magazines on the coffee table, but I find that I'm not reading the articles that I used to read all the time. Yep. Yep. I know. Uh,
1: I, I, the same with me and I've you just lost interest in a lot of things that I used to be very interested in. There's certain commonalities that, that still keep coming up that I get drawn back to that. Um, but, um, it's just, uh, you know, it's, you, you're, you know, you just have so much stuff and so much time. And for me, there's so much mental bandwidth and, uh, and, uh, I have to pick and choose. So while it's nice to get magazines and it's, uh, kind of like a sugar hit for, uh, for a day, uh, or, or a, an evening when I look through and then realize there weren't really that many articles that I was all that interested in. And, and, uh, do I really want to, uh, want to keep this subscription? And, um, uh, and generally, my my answer is well. Let me let me stop it because there's always a new promotion coming along somewhere. And let me stop yeah. taking this subscription. And if in a month I said, boy, I sure miss having that, then you know I can go always back and re up and probably at a better price than I'm paying for to begin yeah. with. So <laughs> you know that's one thing. One of the, one of the other th- methods that people use is more of a method than it is a. Um, complementary medicine, but in a way it is. Um, there's a, a, a group of doctors who, <clears throat> maybe 20 years ago, maybe longer than that, I don't know the history of the group, um, are with a group called HeartMath. And their whole um, focus is on on um, having, having your, the synergy between your mind and your body so that there's not this, uh, you know, things are, are out of, as Cousin and would say, out of whack. But um, the uh, that the things are just not working together in in coherence is what they how they refer to it. And they actually use biofeedback, where you actually mm-hmm. start to control your own uh, your your own feedback, and it's very different for different people. Pat went through an anxiety uh, uh, situation for a while, based produced by me, by the way, it was the. Uh, from lack of a plan, then you know how the beavers love that understandable. The, uh, yep yes, understandable, well, uh, just living with me to begin with um, but yeah. <laughs> but anyway uh and she went to this the same guy that did the the uh gradual hypnosis thing that that brought this group along a, a tremendous way um and um she um and and he was trying to do the usual thing about picture yourself on a you know boat on a river, you know, kind of like the uh loosing the sky with diamonds. And or at the ocean and da da da, and they had her worked, wired up to to uh, bio and she was getting more and more stressed as things went along, and um, so he suddenly he realized that he didn't have the the, the uh, you know the, the framework of Myers Briggs or temperament, but he realized that that this was since this was not working, they had to try a different approach, and what he did was started. Um, giving her math problems to solve, you know, simple addition and subtraction problems, uh, to which we, she responded very well. And and all of a sudden uh, it started going down because this was something that she could control. Uh, so anyway, there's all sorts of ways <clears throat> to do this kind of thing, but HeartMath uh, is, is rather sophisticated at it. And they have specific programs for test anxiety from kids, for workforce wellness, um, that uh you know employers are now using it because they find that in fact that uh when people are are not as stressed or more incoherent that they end up getting there's less sick days there's less tension in the workplace there's all sorts of other good benefits that come from that so anyway that was, that was that was yet another uh one of the things that I looked into and it was just fascinating um Study is one of the few airline magazine um uh articles that I read that actually uh you know held my attention and and I've remembered it forever about how people who've had heart transplants uh end up with very different personalities uh, oftentimes built off the 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 recipients who they don't know um yeah. and so so anyways it's it's all fascinating stuff any others well, that well, you can think of
0: well, you you, you mentioned uh, tangentially one uh during that uh uh soliloquy. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> no, no, that's okay.
1: It's uh, only I like I can it. Do I learn it. a lot. Yeah, I learn yeah. a lot.
0: Um but you know, hypnosis is another area that's yeah, utilized yeah. more and more and and I don't know much about that and I'd certainly like to know more. Uh yeah, I I I have um
1: Tried that, uh, tried that a couple of times and it's it's interesting. There are actually people who are now using hypnosis for anesthetic in an operation. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to get a surgeon uh, to go along with this. So you have to have an enlightened surgeon because it's just too many variables. If you suddenly wake up, I mean, you're you're hooked up to the, the, the regular meds in case you need them, but, but they're using it. So you don't get the downstream uh, impact of, Uh, uh, of the anesthetic especially general anesthetic anesthetic. yeah Yeah. so yeah i mean that's it and there's yeah there's all sorts of stories where hypnosis has been able to um you know free up certain kinds of 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 memories uh regressive hypnosis as they call it um so i won't i won't i won't go on with my soliloquy but it is it is (laughs) an interesting thing and i know that it works and i know people that have done it and and, you know the the comedians that do it you know on stage i mean there's there's just some real funny stuff that they that they do but it shows the power it's always this power of suggestion Mm -hmm. and some people are more prone to uh open hypnosis than than others but uh yeah that that is certainly uh one worth exploring because it can have a lot of a lot of different benefits
0: I wrote it down i I think I have a pretty good resource on meditation. I may have one on hypnosis I'm going to follow that up and see
1: if i can yeah do something. yeah let us let but us know I'd be interested in that
0: one one of the <laughs> one of the recurring sort of themes that has come up today as we've just been kind of sharing things here and and thinking about different things um, is our and you mentioned it kind of in a negative way of of use of time once you've retired and that's you have time to think about things that you didn't have time to concentrate on before, things that depress you now that didn't depress you before because you weren't thinking about them. You didn't have time. You were busy living life.
1: Right. And there's and, and there's yeah, this is also, you know, the the flip side of that of course is you have time to now to think about things you do want to think. So managing your, your thoughts uh, as I you know, we talked about is 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 an important component of
0: that. And, and is there a resource for that, or, or you know, a, a person practitioner or something that that you can talk with about those use of time? Because I think that would be important as a retiree.
1: Um, I'm not. You know, it's interesting, and and it goes back to what we, you know, kind of first launched uh, on with with things like what colors your parachute, um, where the consistent themes come up over and over and over again in our lifetimes. Um, that, that That show up whether we 're at work, education, or leisure, that are patterns that are present when we 're doing something we enjoy, do well, and feel a sense of pride in doing and, and that was really the very foundation of our outplacement business was to give people a very clear sense of of what success looked like for them and um, <clears throat> and that that can go equally with with um, with what's going on, you know, when you have the time to do things, if you, if you say this is what I'm looking for, this is what I I find enjoyable, this is what I find satisfying, it gives me pride, um, you know, then 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 you you don't sometimes don't have time for those negative thoughts. I know that is um, uh, I was uh, listening to a story about a person who had, had been through some uh, traumatic life things and um <clears throat> excuse me and and was was struggling with with keeping you know, kind of his head above water and um you know one of the suggestions from the therapist was it seems real stupid and real simple, but it is, is you know when you start going into a negative mode, tell yourself to stop that and and distract yourself like a child with keys you know hes had all your keys, they're not all interested in the keys, but it's a new shiny object and gets them out of whatever the funk they were. They were dealing with, so I think you know if, if we spin that around, that the positive stuff is going to be is going to fill the time and uh, is is going to uh, is, is going to help dealing with some of those negative things. Because you're right, we have stuff that we hadn't thought about for years that suddenly starts coming back and and uh, old scripts and and things like that that can be very uh, uh, very much of a down if they're not if they're not managed or, or understood. Yeah.
0: Wasn't that wasn't that one of the Bob Newhart skits that you used to use in some of your seminars? Stop it!
1: Yeah, just, just stop it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's still available on YouTube if people want to listen to that. That's great. Oh yeah, it really oh, yeah, fun. he was
1: classic. I mean, his deadpan was was great, and the the old Bob Newhart show.
0: <laughs> well, we've got we've got about a minute left, Craig, and and I, a pop up just came up on my screen. Um. Uh, that uh, maybe we can talk about in the future. It says fix toenail fungus overnight.
1: <laughs> there we go. That's my yeah. I, I forward that to me if you would, because I'm sure it's good. Okay. I have it, the uh, the my 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 blessings from my time in Vietnam that uh, gave me that particular gift, which is <laughs> so not if, easy to uh, get
0: rid. Of. It offers here that it's one weird fungus hack, uh, as opposed to your unweird fungus hacks, I suppose. Uh, I
1: guess, I guess, yeah, like vinegar and ben you know, benzene or something like that. Oh by just quick on that one last thing on alternative things. They had a thing on CBS Sunday morning that that L S D is now being used to get parts of the brain to talk together and actually medical practitioners are starting to use that for treating anxiety. Really? Yeah.
0: So I was unaware of that. I'll look that
1: up. Yeah, CBS Sunday was a great, great, great uh, uh, episode Sunday. It was all on the mind. I mean, all aspects. It was really good.
0: Well, Craig, let's get together next week and talk with uh, Whitney about um, massage therapy, if we can.
1: Yeah, I love it. And chances she'll know of other complementary medicines and and practices, shall we say, that we didn't – that we didn't touch on because they uh, travel in that realm. So I look forward to that, Bill.
0: And if there's, if there's, uh, there is a possibility that I may be out of town we may have to do it in two weeks, but we'll find out if that happens. I'll know sometime later today and we'll go ahead and schedule the event uh, for next week anyway, and see what happens. All
1: right. Sounds good, Bill. Thanks. Okay. Have a good week. You too.